Masal Harry, Sabal Harry, Harry to you wherever you tuned in from. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, where we tell the stories of brave individuals who strive to promote and protect human rights in our communities, where we unwrap closely knit empowering stories. The stories thread the DNA of those that pick up the hammer when the judge and jury exit the corridors of justice, of those that handle the scales where blind lady justice has left the balance unattended, of those who raise their voices outside the streets where the crowd has stopped agitating for their rights. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, a joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders Kenya. Welcome yet again to another episode of the Justice Watchers podcast. My name is Obino Nyambane. Uh, with me today, I'm honored to host a woman human rights defender from Kajiado County. Thank you so much, Madam Reciato, for agreeing to be with us uh, on this episode. Would you please write respectfully and rightfully introduce yourself? Yes, thank you so much. My name is Rose Reciato from Kajado County, Kajado Central, sub-county. Um, I'm based in Kajado Town. Yeah, and uh, I'm, uh, I identify myself as a woman with physical disability. I'm a Maasai from the marginalized Maasai community, and I'm proud to be an indigenous woman. Yeah, and I'm happy to be here today to share my story so that we can all learn from my experiences. Thank you so much, Reciato. Reciato, you've mentioned three, almost I've counted, I think, three, if not four unique uh, identifiers of yourself. Yes. You've mentioned you are an indigenous woman mm-hmm. from the marginalized Maasai community. community yes. <laughs> you are also a person, a, you are also a woman yeah. and a person who, with, with, with a disability. Yes. That is, I think, four of them. And you're also a human rights defender. Yes. Unafanya kazi gani? Okay, I'm a human rights uh, defender and I was introduced into the field like four years ago. Although I just came to realize that I've been doing uh, human rights work. It's only that sometimes you don't understand it until you get into it and learn about it. Um, I've been doing it for the past four years. I think this is my fourth year. And uh, I'm among the members who are in the Kajado Community Justice Center. Uh, but personally, I work uh, with disability. I do advocacy work for women and girls with disabilities because it is a group which has been forgotten. And I'm proud eh, to be a mentor, to be an activist, an advocate because of the women who are whom voices are not heard. So I amplify the voices of women and girls with disabilities in Kajado County. Okay. Yes. So all, thank you so much for sharing that. So this um, work that you do, mm-hmm. of course, I uh, I also understand like the working environment of human rights defenders, yes. but it must be unique. There is always something that is unique with every group yes. in their work that they do. Mm-hmm. So perhaps if you don't mind, just clip, share with us uh, how is your work, working environment in terms of what are the challenges that you are facing? Uh, okay. Uh, also, maybe forgot uh, to to mention, I'm also a member of the Kenya Network of Women and Girls with Disabilities, which is a loose coalition which brings uh, uh, together organizations, groups, 
uh, of women, women-led groups, women-led groups, and we do this work collectively as a team. And uh, something unique about uh, working as a human rights, as a woman with disability, human rights defender, you see like now for Kajado mm -hmm. County, I think I'm the only woman or even the only person with disability who is a, hum a human rights defender. Uh, all the meetings I have attended and all the activities that we have been planning and implementing as a group, as the Human Rights Defenders Coalition of Kajado, I've not seen any other person with disability. Mm. So it's something special about me. And uh, one of the biggest challenges you see in the Maasai community, men are highly regarded more than women. And it has been a challenge for me. Like if there's any activity that is going on, only you can find that I might not be mentioned as early as required. You, you come as an afterthought, you see. Okay, so being uh, having a disability also contributes to that because most of the time you see this defending work requires someone who is physically fit sometimes, someone who can easily engage in any physical activity. So one of the biggest challenges is that maybe there, like there was a time they planned to do um, like Mandamano, like a little Mandamano in Kajado, and you know the human rights defenders. Kujeni, we go uh, to Tanzia, walk. Uh, for those uh, who don't know Kajado, we have a hotel which is before Kajado, uh, like four kilometers before Kajado town. Uh, we will begin the walk uh, from uh, Enchula Resort, and then we will walk all the way to the county government offices. And you see such a thing... Uh, I cannot participate in such because even the distance and how they are doing the whole activity is not disability friendly. So most of the time inclusion becomes a really big challenge in some of these human rights activities. So mm. that is one of the biggest challenges I face. Mm. Inclusion, accessibility, yes. Mm. Yeah. But, but I'm happy while we were having a conversation earlier on, you mentioned uh, that despite now you've, you've, you've realized that some of these actions, you know, are collective actions, they might be again uh, excluding you in mm -hmm. the conversation or yes. others who are interested, but because of the disability aspect, they get excluded. Uh, I'm happy that uh, you have uh, devised a new way of uh, doing advocacy work through radio. Tell us more about that. Okay, thank you. Um, uh, through, we have one community radio in Kajado, and that is Bus Radio, Sautia Kajado. And I approached the owners after being, you see, I like listening more than watching. So I became interested. What if... Now that we have a community radio in Kajado town, why can't I use uh, the platform as a tool of educating eh, the Kajadians and everyone who is interested on disability? So I created time, I visited the radio, and they agreed. They uh, assured me that they will look into it, and then they will communicate back. And... They communicated and they agreed to 
they gave me one hour every Sunday from five to six. I think they told me Sunday is the only day which is free and we can give you one hour free of charge. So you can decide on Sundays what time would you like to be uh, in the studio. And then we agreed. I said, okay, five to six, that is more convenient for me and even for everyone because it is a time when people are resting and relaxing at home after church and even preparing for Mondays. So um, I started the program last year, March. Right, I think we are just getting towards one year anniversary. We're about to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> yes, I'm about to celebrate the radio show birthday. Mm. And the program is dubbed Sautietu Nguvuyetu. Um, even yesterday, we were just trying to make a uh, uh, poster for mm. our program and even jingles for this year because the one which we have been using it's one year old now mm. and we need something new mm. so what i do during the program i usually integrate many topics into the program because disability itself is diverse mm. we have uh, different needs different challenges so i try to call upon all other persons with disability from kajado those who have albinism those who are blind, the deaf, I try to, to integrate all of them into the program. So uh, we discuss different topics, like during uh, this Women's Day, like on Sunday, we will have someone who will be talking about uh, albinism and climate change and how women with albinism are being involved in the movement or how they are advocating for their rights in Kajado town. So we have, I plan the programs according to what the listeners want to hear because most of the time we request them to send requests to the radio or even visit the radio physically and they bring what they want to hear, what they want to learn more about disability. And I can assure you that uh, the program has been a game changer in Kajado town because we educate. Most of them are good listeners and they are really keen. There was a time we were in the program and they don't have a power backup and it happened that power just went off and we were in the middle of our program and they were just calling, what is wrong? What is So that's when we realized now this program, we are gaining more and more listeners. And every time we are on radio, we go live on Facebook. You see digital is going digital. <laughs> so we share for those who are not in Kajado, they can always log in Sauti Kajado Bus Radio and they'll be following the conversation from five to six. So we realize that we have also gained a huge following from Facebook and it is a platform that really helps me in my work. You see, through the radio we are able to reach a bigger audience not like going from uh, house to house or having campaigns in Kajado. So that is what we do through the radio programs. Wow. <laughs> that is very, very inspiring. You're listening to the Justice Watches podcast, a joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders in Kenya. We champion the safety, security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya. 
We'd be happy to know the kind of insights that your immersion into the world of human rights defenders in Kenya has offered you today. For suggestions and feedback, log on to www.defenderscoalition.org. Visit our Facebook at Defenders Coalition, Twitter at Defenders KE, Instagram at Defenders KE, or call us directly on 0716-200-100 for any emergencies. What you've just told us is how we can always rethink and try to get solutions out of the things that we see sometimes they're impossible. Mm. If I cannot be able to reach a glass of water, I mean, what is wrong with me trying to uh, tap into rainwater that is mm. falling down? Yes. You know, if I'm not able to access a certain thing, there are other things that are low-hanging fruits that we can just go after. And uh, I would also want to applaud uh, Bass Radio, yes. um, uh, comrade uh, and friend Victor. journalist Victor. Uh, Juma, Victor Juma works there. And mm. uh, I think I'm very much happy and excited to know that uh, he's doing such great work and supporting uh, other human rights defenders in this cause. Powerful, and I, I really feel very, very, very <laughs> inspired. It's yeah, and maybe if I could just share an example of uh, the impact of the one-hour radio show. Mm. Most of the time when uh, you are, you know most of the people like how I was feeling or how I learned that I've been doing human rights work. Uh, when you educate uh people through radio. That is when they realize ah, there's a problem somewhere. So most of the time you find that uh, when I share my number, which people can personally reach out to me, if there's any injustices going around, maybe in their families or they see anything, they feel like they need further guidance. And most of the time they really call and the stories are really heartbreaking. Because you find that people are going through uh, so many injustices, but they do not know the process. So it just helps them to understand that your rights, uh, you have the fundamental human rights, and you have to know how to protect them, even as an, on an individual level. So it's been a success. We have stories. Wow, I think we need a serious <laughs> sit down yes. to, to, you know, just uh, uh, open up the box and sh share these stories to the world to hear. Uh, our dear listeners, you have heard uh, where you can catch uh, Rissianto for these uh, such conversations to actually witness the great work that she's doing in Kajiado County, Kenya. So you can catch her under Bus Radio FM. I don't know the frequency, but also on Facebook, you can catch, uh, you can search at uh, BUS Radio, Bus Radio. And her uh, recent show is duped Sautietu Guvietu to mean our voice, our power. So yes. it's about collective power of the people yes. again. Yes. I think that is very powerful of you. Perhaps if uh, a punching shot that uh, you would want to share with us, like what is the motivation for doing all this? Okay, the motivation for doing all this, I always believe that uh, no one can do better what I can do or what I do. So I just uh, decided to dedicate uh, all my life in defending uh, human rights mm. 
and also being an example to persons with disability most of the time they feel like they are in the wrong they are misplaced most of the time they feel like they cannot do this they cannot do these things but it can be done you only need the zeal and the motivation that drives you to achieve what you want to achieve and i also share every time that my life began very late yeah so i came to learn these things when i am just an uh, an adult and i wish sometimes if i could have known these things when i was 22 or even when i was in high school and so i used the opportunity to mentor mm-hmm. young women with disabilities especially from the Maasai community because they do not have the exposure of the world like other children with disabilities like those who come from urban centers or from cities and towns and that is what really motivates me i want to see a movement where more women with disabilities young girls are they can speak out you see they can rise up and say we can i can do this let me uh, do this initiative in my community let me bring this change which i want to see in my community so that is the real motivation and i really uh, thank uh, the women in the in the network where i am because i joined the network i think around 2017 and i have seen myself growing you see i have seen myself growing so i really thank god for that and also just uh, to for your information you see like yesterday um i had uh, two hours i was following the un assembly yesterday they were talking about article 11 of the crpd and i was giving my oral statement as a representative from uh, kenya and also as a woman indigenous woman with disability and it is one of the platforms which i I I don't know you know it was in Geneva I was here it was not possible to travel to Geneva but you see what we are talking about of the digital world it really connects us because even as a woman with disability from the Maasai community I was not able to travel mm-hmm. I don't have the money to travel all the way to Geneva to attend the UN assembly but through the digital space zoom i was able to give out uh, my speech yesterday and i was able to be among the speakers mm. in the assembly so this these are just things which really motivate me mm. to even work harder and think above uh, think out of the box <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and and um yeah it really motivates me to do what i'm doing there it is guys there it is guys Resianto has just summarized the conversation for us. Four things for me she's spoken about networking, networking with like-minded persons, be it women, be it minorities, be it whatever, who you can build on each other and build on each and every milestone that you make. Number two it's about solidarity. There is power in solidarity. Number three it's about technology and connecting with one another despite the distance. 
um i'm very happy to hear that uh, you were able to make your submission because it's also it's also painful when you do not make such submissions because mm-hmm. the people at the top the decision makers mm-hmm. might miss the opportunity of hearing what the situation is like mm-hmm. and i'm happy that despite the fact that you are not there you managed to make the decision so people if resento can do it why can't you do it if people want to reach you of course we can you can share your private personal number but yes. are you on social media pages where they can reach you perhaps oh yes i'm on twitter and that is rosy rezi can you spell that r o z y and then r e z y um rosresiato at rosyrezi and uh, facebook you can i have my blog my facebook page whereby i share my experiences as a woman and even i document the work that i do in the community so you can visit resi uh, hyphen life beyond disability that is resi life beyond disability on facebook and you can read you can uh, watch videos you can uh, read everything that i've been doing in my community in kajado and even my work in all thank you so much rosy rezi yes. <laughs> for all, all uh, you know creating time to be with us share your story yes. and for opening up this space to other people to be able to interact with you and su- perhaps even support you even just sharing a word of motivation yes. is also what keeps us going as human rights defenders from time to time so you've as you've heard uh, for you to find resiento on uh, twitter search at at rosy rezi at r o z y r e z y then on facebook it's rezi r e is it z double z no r e s i okay r e s i hyphen life beyond disability well well um, um, i feel like this conversation should go on on again and on and on and on and on but uh, because of time uh, we will have to cut it short f- until i want actually people to come to you so that you can keep sharing these kind of information with yes. them so thank you so much that that has been our time thank you uh, our dear listener for always creating time to catch uh, the the powerful stories that we all share of human rights defenders thank you so much until next time bye bye This is the Justice Watchers podcast where we dive deep inside the world of human rights defenders in Kenya. We appreciate your audience. We encourage you to share this podcast episode on all your social media platforms. Tune into our next episode same channel on all podcasting platforms. Championing the safety, security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya.